FM Rewind, Bao eighty eight point one, Area Code. Thank you so much for joining us, Siabulela, and. Well, look, you are the president of Not In My Name and you did mention uh, a couple of moments ago when we had conversations with you that when it comes to women abuse and when it comes to gender-based violence problems, it's something that should be taken seriously. However, in this case, you feel the courts aren't doing so. Uh, Good morning to you um, (coughs) and your listeners. Um, first of all, I, I just want to, you know, make a small clarity that in this particular case, we are not calling for rehabilitation and um, we had not even said that the court is not doing its work. What we were um, concerned about is the delays in the, in the, in the actual court proceedings. Um, we feel that any minute spent on Kwanaz's case is a waste of state resources. One, because the man has already confessed, and we are aware and, you know, respect the fact that the proper due processes must happen. But we feel that, I mean, having killed six people, um, there isn't much more to discuss when you've confessed, and you must then be arrested without any possibilities of parole. In fact, what we're saying is that he must be given back-to-back life sentences um, because we believe that he is beyond rehabilitation. I mean, a 21 years old already, accounting to killing six women and then having raped them because a dead person can speak. So whether he says that the intercourse was consensual or not, is neither here or there. Uh, so for us, we really feel that he must receive the harshest of punishment. And we just wish that the process could move a bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Well, look, anybody has a right to perform any kind of work or to be in any kind of industry. Did Siabanga say as to why he chose to kill um, these six women? And also... No if, focus on both. Oh, pardon me for that. And also... Um, is he showing any remorse now that he's also um, confessing? No, no, no. The, 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 the man is not uh, showing any remorse in my or in our opinion, which is why we feel that he is beyond um, a rehabilitation. Um, he also, you know, has got a lot of anger issues because, as you rightfully mentioned earlier, he was previously, you know, arrested for uh, raping another sex worker and he spent ten months in prison. So it can be that every time when he is uh, with a sex worker, then there's always payment disputes. And uh, we must also not be afraid to frown upon um, an 18-year-old uh, engaging in buying sex uh, or, or, or dealing with sex workers. I mean, uh, he used to must have been around 18 years in 2021 when he was first arrested uh, and that that must really 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 worry us as a nation to say that um in fact we are failing our boys and by extension our girls as well because an 18 year old has no business running around buying sex and 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 uh, you know that and many other cases that have happened in the past i mean you remember i think it was november december we had a group of boys uh, teenage boys were arrested in Midland uh, on allegations of 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 again rape, raping a fifteen year old girl. So these cases and 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 and, and this one of CISO in particular are an indication that um, we are not doing enough to resocialize our boys better. And in this case, 
in particular, he is, in fact, not remorseful. And I personally feel that he has gone too far to be rehabilitated. And hence, we are calling for the harshest um, of sentences. And as and on, on, on your question of on your comment around people being allowed to do any work that they want to do, remember that um, there's still an ongoing conversation around decriminalization of sex work. So currently in South Africa, um, sex work is 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 not is illegal actually, um, and there's a lot of activist groups who are calling. Uh, for the uh, South African government to discriminalize all aspects of sex work. Um, so currently buying an end selling of sex uh, is, is illegal. But for us, the most important thing is that women need to be protected, whether they sell sex or not, um, they need to be protected and no one has got the right uh, to take the life of another. That is true. No one has got the right to take the to take matters into their own hands um, because everybody has a right to life in our country. Can we talk about the families of these six young women? Have you engaged with them? Have you spoken um, to them? How do they feel? What is it that they're saying concerning the delays um, in regards to the case? Yeah, no, um, honestly, I've not yet uh, engaged uh, with any one of the family members. Um, but I do know that uh, obviously they are distraught, they are um, seeking justice and closure. And, and, and that is the case with um, all other families of victims, um, because these families are also victims. And so uh, only until a case is closed and the perpetrator has received the maximum sentence, you can finally begin a process of healing and a process of you know, mourning uh, your departed one. Uh, but also important to note that uh, there can never be really uh, enough sentence uh, or a sentence strong enough to replace the loss of lives. Unfortunately for them, uh, their family members will never come back because he so decided to kill them. But um, I do know from discussions with colleagues in the space uh, that, you know, the families are receiving um the necessary you know support from uh, every front also you should be aware that uh, these women are of Zimbabwean nationality so uh, you know they've got families uh, in Zimbabwe and so there's also that uh, you know um issue of distance uh, so the sooner this is uh, concluded the better for them for those of who are here uh, they can go back home and mourn properly and find closure uh, finally can we talk about um, the efforts that you have made besides obviously giving out a statement to say that a harshest punishment should then be um, be given when it, in regards to this case have you spoken to any advocate have you spoken to anyone within that is involved in this case to say that we as not in my name are saying that there should be a punishment for this of course uh, we are um, talking to the national prosecuting authority in particular assisting uh, Dean she's a very good uh, stakeholder and a partner of our organization and every other organization that seeks to call uh, justice for victims in South Africa so she's the spokesperson um, of uh, the National Prosecuting Authority. 
in Gauteng. And so, um, you know, these are the people who all time and again, not only in this case, on many cases, we always engage here, whether for advice or when we feel that some cases are dragging unnecessarily. So um, she's been doing amazing work. And just beyond issuing statements, we have that kind of relationship with the NPA. And, you know, sometimes we'll come out and lambast them for dragging their feet, but most of the times they are actually doing their work. Um, they are trying their level best to keep the community or the general public um, up to date with uh, court processes and where they are. Uh, and unfortunately for us as an organization or as a civil society group, so there's only so much we can do uh, when a case is at that level. We can only you know, continue putting pressure. Um, we, we only continue mobilizing public sympathy, mobilizing uh, the general public to say that uh, the court must do the right thing. But beyond that, at this level, it is at the hands uh, of the National Prosecuting Authority and by extension, it's in the hands of the court to make the right decision. Um, and what happens next will then influence our next uh, steps as uh, civil society. Well, thank you so much for your time, sir. And also, well, we wait to hear what the verdict is going to be. And hopefully your cry and your plea will be heard. Most definitely. Thank you so much for the call. That is Siabulela Jantile, the president of Not In My Name. And the organization is calling for a harsher sentence for a 20, um, yes, for a harsher sentence for a 21 year old Zimbabwean serial killer who's accused of killing six sex workers in Johannesburg. FM Rewind, Vow 88.1. Area code every weekday from 9 to 12 p.m. on Vow FM 88.1.